Mamacita was going to make it. She was going to be in the WNBA. It's been said that his legacy is complicated because of a sexual assault charge, which was dismissed in 2003, 2004. Is it complicated for you as a woman, as a WNBA player? It's not complicated for me at all. Even if there's a few times that we've been at a club at the same time, Kobe's not the kind of guy, never been like, you know, let's go get that girl or tell her or send her this. I have other NBA friends that are like that. Mm -hmm. Kobe's, he, he was never like that. I just never see, have ever seen him being the kind of person that would be, do something to violate a woman or be aggressive in that way. I, that's just not the person that I know. But Lisa, you wouldn't see it though. As his friend, you wouldn't see it. And that's possible. Mm -hmm. I just, it's just, I just don't, I just don't believe that. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying things didn't yeah. happen. Mm -hmm. I just don't believe that things didn't happen with force. Is it even a fair question to talk about it considering he's no longer with us and that it was resolved? <coughs> or is it really part of his history? I think that the media should be more respectful um, at this time, it, it's like if you had questions about it, you've had many years to ask him that. I don't think it's something that we should keep hanging over his legacy. I mean, he went to, it went to trial. Yeah, with the cases, it was dismissed because the victim in the case refused to testify. So it was dismissed. And I think that that's how we should leave it. It is interesting to me how deeply his, his death has affected so many different types of people. Why do you think people are so deeply affected, in many cases, by a man they did not know? I really think it's the idea that you rooted for him or you didn't. But that was an emotion evoked either way. You know what I keep thinking, Lisa, as, as often as the case? It was probably just another ordinary day for them. And then in seconds, your life is forever changed. Forever changed. It reminded me about the quote about um, joy and sorrow are inseparable. And it's just that. Like, sorrow has been awakened in my life, in their lives, in the world's lives. Now, before I do anything, I just want to say R.I.P. to Cole. A real legend, a real idol. We're not even supposed to be idolizing people, but that was one of them. Uh, yeah, man. R.I.P. to Kobe. R.I.P. to his daughter, Gianna. R.I.P. to all the other seven people or nine people that died in the con. The, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, I just had to say that before I start any of this, because at the end of the day, none of this is about him. None of this is about them. But I love a good conflict resolution. So let's start the show. In a time where startups are booming and entrepreneurship is at a peak, we have a service that will help elevate any business. Univercoal provides graphic design services that can take your business to the next level. These services include customized logos, business cards, brochures, 
flyers, and documents such as Letterhead to help you distinguish your brand identity. We know a lot of you are like our founder, Justin, and are starting your businesses from scratch. So we also offer brand identity packages that can include your logo design, business cards, a digital promotional flyer, customized documents, announcements, and more. We understand what it's like to start from scratch and can meet you where you are in your business. Email info at univercole.design, U-N-I-V-E-R-C-O-L-E, for a consultation and view the Univercole portfolio on Instagram and Facebook at Univercole, U-N-I-V-E-R-C-O-L-E. And now back to the Cole Logic Podcast. Starting this thing off, talking about the girl shit. Now, <clears throat> it's gonna cause a lot of chaos in the internet, and I just love a good conflict resolution. And then, then is like old people too, so it's like, man, y'all gotta set the example. It's a lot of things going on in this COVID situation, so. The reason I played the intro first is because that's how this whole thing started. That's how this whole thing started. So, of course, y'all know the homie, the legend, the great Kobe has passed along with his daughter, Mamba Sita. What a name, Mamba Sita. And, of course, other people that was on the helicopter. And, and because he was such an icon, such a, uh, it was crazy. And, and then it was in LA. Right after the Nipsey shit, it's just been a lot on LA, and it's just and a lot of things be happening 
where people don't be taking account for how people be feeling at times and stuff like that. And, and these was one of these times. Or conspiracy code coming. Conspiracy code coming. <clears throat> or it was a planned assault by the media. But hey, I ain't in the media. I don't know. But you know they say, like, like they be playing with the emotions, like the media, like the toy with the emotions, and like you know, unfortunately, it's hard to say. Unfortunately, black culture on social media is gravitational toward emotional uh, energy. In a way, uh, it's kind of. I could I could explain that better, but I don't know how. Just roll with it. But anyway, so they had this interview with Gail. I think it, it might have been an hour long interview. I played like two and a half minutes, maybe. Out of the four that was on YouTube that was talking about the situation, this one, this one point, yeah, everybody messed up. You know? And I, when I saw it, I was like, "Come on, really? this is what y'all doing again?" And it's like, it's not like, and then oh, what? A lot, a lot of things that's not being taken account of in this moment is like I'm gonna just play, I'm gonna just play Snoop Dogg initial response to the whole thing. I'm gonna just play. Let me just play. Gil King, out of pocket for that shit. Way out of pocket. What do you gain from that? I swear to God, we the worst. We the fucking worst. We expect more from you, Gail. Don't you hang out with Oprah? Why are y'all attacking us? We your people. You ain't coming after fucking Harvey Weinstein asking them dumbass questions. I get sick of y'all. I want to call you one. Is it okay if I call him one? Funky dog head bitch. How dare you try to tarnish my motherfucking homeboy's reputation, punk motherfucker. Respect the family and back off, bitch, before we come get you. Gail King. I gotta play Why Boosie, the fuck would you ask some shit like hilarious. that? hilarious. He got his own TV show coming. Shout out to my dog, Boosie. I don't give a fuck she can't... Obama, uh-oh. Why the fuck would you do something like that? Why would you do that to your people? You know what people are going through, right? Why would you ask a fucking question like that? Trying to tarnish somebody's image. You do that to your own black people. You say it. I'm finna fire your ass up. <laughs> You sad, bro. People, some black people need to stop fucking trying to 
hurt black people for success. So all the reason you ask that fucking shit for to get your fucking numbers up. Give a fuck who you can to. I gotta play the harsh reality cause like, it was just emotion after emotion after. Then you got my dog. It, it's a lot, man. I might as well play the rest of these niggas talking. Today, I am going to discuss this Gail King situation. Now I saw social media going crazy. I'm gonna speed this up. Rightfully yes. so. Uh, uh, I ain't previewed this one. I'm really disappointed in Gail King. And uh, now I'm gonna say a couple angles on it and then you guys can say what you wanna say. First and foremost, Gail King, you're black. That's first right there, you're black. And on top of that, you have a double standard and a double responsibility as a journalist, as a host, to not only do your job, but on point to make sure you take care of us. Do you understand? Us. If you, you feel me? So when you did the interview with Lisa Leslie and you knew you knew what questions you were gonna ask. Hold on, I gotta stop. I gotta ask a question, y'all. <clears throat> y'all heard him say he got a responsibility as a journalist. Blah, 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 blah. Do I have to play it? Y'all could play it back if y'all want to. Slow it down if y'all got to. It was a 1.75, so go to reverse of that. Anyway, do y'all think when you get successful, as a black people person that you got a you got a responsibility to do all that shit he said to protect black people and stuff like that cause I don't know I, it's the stuff I want to believe and then it's stuff that look like it's happening and it's hard to believe what I believe, why the stuff that I'm seeing happen is happening. Y'all, I feel, I know somebody out there feel me on that. But anyway, do y'all, do y'all feel that? Do y'all have a responsibility to protect black people? I ain't gonna say my opinion, because I just want y'all to, to think about that and why. But I'm gonna play this some more. <laughs> You knew what questions didn't feel right in your spirit. You got uncles, you got aunties, you got people who you understand that can check you, that you got a barometer somewhere. They're like, ah, if you don't feel right now, I'm not going to ask that question. Now, let me tell you, there's a lot of people out here that still hurt over Kobe Bryant. I'm one of them. And still in disbelief. And to hear anybody say something crazy, I feel, I, I take it personal. And I feel like it's disrespectful to his family, to his legacy, everything. Case in point. When I interviewed Michael Jackson, right? There was about... <clears throat> not to mention, this was... Like, before he ever got buried, before in the funeral, before, before, it was like the next day almost. I don't know how they got, <laughs> I don't know how they got Lisa Leslie doing an interview next day. Maybe she felt in her spirit, she had to soothe the community over. You know, grieve calmly, but that's kind of that's kind of crazy, man. I forgot the 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 specifics of the analytics on that one, but it was quick. It was quick. I ain't gonna play no more of this 
Bill Bellinger, but everybody's coming from Gail King. <clears throat> and then you got one person that's gonna protect them. That's Michael Eric Dyson. I ain't preview this response either. So we gonna see how long we gonna play this, but I'm definitely speeding that bit up. But he do be coming with the mathematics, so y'all might have to slow it down if y'all ain't. Y'all can, y'all might can get We just gonna play. The response to Gail King's interview with Lisa Leslie contains many elements that I think are deeply and profoundly problematic. To begin with, problematic. I loved Kobe Bryant and mourn him to this day. We all do. I knew him well. We had a tremendous relationship and friendship. Yep. The last game he played in Washington, D.C., I was there and he gave me a profound and long hug that is captured on video. I wrote the essay in Slam Magazine, the cover story on Kobe Bryant when he retired, calling him the best ever. So I love him, appreciate him, and more especially love what he did with his life after that horrendous event in Colorado. Many people, me included, believe Kobe Bryant when he say he did not rape that young lady. And yet... He apologized to her because he recognized that though he thought it was a moment of consent, she did not. And instead of attempting to demonize her, he owned up to his own complicity in a situation that led this young, young woman to believe that he had done something to her against her will. And in confessing his own apology, he did not say that he... Right. See, this is why I played this, because he's saying the stuff that... I gotta say it. I gotta say it. That niggas can't say. <laughs> Y'all know I've been trying not to say niggas like that, man. But yeah, he trying to say stuff that niggas don't know how to say. But yeah, carry on. He did not believe he did. He believed, therefore, in retrospect, that she did. And owned up to acknowledging the horrendous consequences of what happened. And not only did he give an apology, his life changed in the aftermath. When you notice Kobe Bryant's trajectory from that moment on, here was a man who was deeply and profoundly committed to his wife. He confessed his adultery to her. He apologized for that in public as well. And then he went on to have four daughters with her and to embrace women's sport and to make certain that his own life was a testimony to the profound transformation that he endured as a young black man in America and embracing his responsibilities. Yes, he acknowledged that there had to be change, a paradigm shift in his own life. And he didn't have to say that. He evidenced it in his own life, in his own living and transformation. And so I understand people who are deeply and profoundly upset at that interview between Gail King and Lisa Leslie. I understand that. And there's a legitimate uh, platform to be had by questioning whether Miss King should have raised it in that fashion. But think about it this way. Without her having raised it, Lisa Leslie would not have had the opportunity to speak to it in a profoundly compelling and cogent fashion. Because Gail King was not the only person asking that question. I didn't notice this venomous outrage by black celebrities and stars against the young white woman reporter from the Washington Post who didn't simply ask a question about Kobe Bryant's um, time in Colorado and the horrendous situation that occurred. She released a, an article, right, or reposted an article that talked about Kobe Bryant as actually having committed this particular crime for which there was no legal uh, finding because uh, after 14 months, the case was dismissed because the young woman refused to testify. We know it was complicated, as Gail King said. We know that it was. Kobe Bryant himself admitted that. So we didn't go after that young white woman in the same venomous way that we're going after Gail King. Gail King is a journalist, and Gail King must be held accountable for the things she said. She has responded um, in a video talking about the way in which it was extricated from a broader um, interview and that uh, her own company may have deserved her by only presenting that. But here's the point I want to make. That for Gail King and Oprah Winfrey, who have done far more good for black people than her, Oprah Winfrey has been assaulted as well. Oprah Winfrey, as a journalist, must be held to account as well, as she's willing to admit she changed her mind about participation in the Russell Simmons documentary. Uh, she opens her own understanding of American Dirt, the novel that was produced, and said, I got it wrong, and so let me bring in people who are critical of some of the moments in American Dirt and the impetus of a white woman to write about indigenous
indigenous experiences and Latinx experiences in a way that is not profound and complicated and nuanced, and therefore is willing to say, let me change my mind and engage those people as well. So you can have legitimate critiques of Oprah Winfrey and Gail King. You can legitimately ask them, what about their uh, viewpoints about Harvey Weinstein and uh, Al Franken and Charlie Rose versus a Kobe Bryant, right? That's a legitimate critique. What is not legitimate is to, in a vicious sense, assault them. This cancel culture has to be ended, has to itself be canceled. All the good that Oprah Winfrey has done, I have seen her in the home of Susan Taylor take pictures for two hours straight when Susan wanted to cut it off after an hour, thinking that Oprah would be inundated and unfairly treated, and Oprah insisted I will take every picture with every black woman and man who stands in line to see me, and she she dismissed them from groups. She said, no, you must have your individual picture. She has given millions of dollars to young black men in Chicago. She has supported many young black men in education at Morehouse College. So to reduce the complexity and nuance and the sweep and trajectory of her career to one event is deeply and profoundly problematic. Gail King last year at the NBA uh, All-Star Weekend called on me to raise what she knew would be a challenging question to Nikki Haley, who was trying to be disingenuous about her particular perspective, and I wanted to confront her in this mostly white audience. Gail King singled me out and called upon me to challenge her. We cannot reduce the complexity and nuance and sweep of a person's career to a mistake or a choice that they make. If you want to honor Kobe Bryant, don't go online calling women bitches and hoes and steals and sluts and hood rats and chicken heads. If you want to honor Kobe Bryant, love black women. Black women have stood up for black men far more than black men have stood up for black women. From Ida B. Wells, who led the anti-lynching campaign, down to Susan Taylor, who's dealing with uh, mentoring young black people, especially black boys in this society. Gail King and Oprah Winfrey have done far more good let's, than harm. So let's not try to demonize them and disrespect them and insult them in ways that are contradictory to what Kobe Bryant would want. If Kobe Bryant were alive, he would find this reprehensible. He would say, stop this. The black mama was not down with that. What was he about? loving and elevating and appreciating black women. That's what we got to do. We cannot afford to continue to do this vicious thing where we hate on each other to the degree that we then dishonor the contributions that our women have made. Isn't that ironic? The very people who are talking about black people hurting other black people are hurting other black people. And if you're a black man and you want to help black people, then stop making rap records that call women out of their name. If you want to be a black man who celebrates black women, then criticize some of those rappers. And I love rap. I got a book on Jay-Z out right now. Wrote a book on Tupac. One on Nas. I love hip-hop. But you got to be critical. I find it just too rich and even ironic that rappers are speaking out, some of whom I love, against Gail King using horrible invective against her, not understanding that we have poisoned the well of perception of black women and black people far more than anything that Gail King and Oprah Winfrey have done. Listen to the words of Tupac. And since we all came from a woman, got our name from a woman, and our game from a woman, I wonder why we take from a woman, why we rape our woman. Do we hate our woman? I think it's time to kill for our women, time to heal our women, to be real to our women. And if we don't go have a race of babies, they will hate the ladies that make the babies. That's what we gotta do. We gotta love our women, elevate our black women, and make certain that we love them with a passion in the same way that the hate that roils through our veins, that rolls through our veins, is expressed in such venomous fashion. Be critical, yes, hold to account, yes, but this kind of behavior is antithetical to the very love ethic that runs through our race and that black women have been willing to die for and to establish their bone of days by defending black men far more than we have defended us. Shame on us. We gotta do better. All right, so where would you gentlemen? I might as well play the dumb down version of that, right? Right? Uh, wait, before I play the dumb down version, I might as well play her response to the backlash. backlash which is giving me all the perspectives because it's like just pow 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 everybody on one person but <clears throat> that's how social media is though you know comments about the interview i did with lisa leslie about kobe bryant and i, to put I know that if i had only seen the clip that you saw i'd be extremely angry with me too I am mortified, I'm embarrassed, and I am very angry. Uh, unbeknownst to me, my network put up a clip from a very wide-ranging interview, um, totally taken out of context, and when you see it that way, it's very jarring. It's jarring to me. I didn't even know anything about it. I started getting calls. What the hell are you doing? 
Why did you say this? What is happening? I did not know what people are talking about. So I've been told or I've been advised to say nothing. Just let it go. People will drag you. People will troll you. It'll be over in a couple of days. But that's not good enough for me because I really want people to understand what happened here and, and how I'm feeling about it. I reached out to Lisa because I know that she's a longtime friend of Kobe's to talk about his legacy and their friendship. We had a really wide ranging interview, talked about many things, his career, his passion, his sense of humor, the way he was mentoring other people, how he was starting his next chapter. It was wide ranging. And yes, we talked about that court case because that court case has also come up. And I wanted to get Lisa's take on it as a friend who knew him well, what she thought, where that should stand. And I thought she, it was very powerful when she looked me in the eye as a member of the media to say it's time for the media to leave it alone and to back off. During the course of the interview, I asked follow-up questions because I wanted to make sure that her position and perspective were very clear. And at the end, when she said it's time for to leave it alone, I, as I said, I thought that was powerful. And I insisted, I insisted that that part be in the interview because I thought that it put a nice button on that part of the conversation. Um, when the interview aired, we got a great reaction to it. Um, I talked to Lisa last night. I believe that Lisa was okay with the interview. And I felt really good about the interview, really good about the interview. So for the network to take the most... Uh, salacious part when taken out of context and put it up online for people who didn't see the whole interview is very upsetting to me and that's something i'm going to have to deal with with them uh, and we will there will be a very uh, intense discussion about that i also want to say this i have um been with kobe bryant on many social occasions uh, he was very kind and very warm to me and i felt that we had a friendly relationship i too am mourning his loss just like everybody else i still am shocked by it it's tragic and untimely and the last thing i would want to do is disparage him at this particular time and i, I, I hope people understand that and that's why I'm taking this time to speak to you directly. I've never done one of these before. I didn't even, I, I've never done one of these before, but this was so important to me that I felt I had to say something. I don't want to sit up on set and read a prepared remark. Uh, I wanted you to hear exactly where I'm coming from and how I'm feeling. And to let everybody know that no disrespect intended. And now I've got to go to work. Uh, I thank you for listening. Ooh. So, that's a point she was missing in that one is like, she didn't address. specifically but that was the one that everybody was like oh it was on social media everywhere <laughs> that was the one like I said, it was like a, a lot of people so she ain't really addressed that one specifically but Snoop Dogg ain't have to come at Gail call a bitch he like 50 years old <laughs> but it's like damn how you expect Snoop Dogg not to call somebody he feel like being disrespected a bitch in an emotional state <sighs> like the gangster just came out of him he apologized for it Y'all wanna hear the apology? What else? Wait, wait. What else she forgot? She uh she uh put it on the network for putting it online. Like I said, on YouTube it's four minutes. So that part was like that part was literally like a minute. I mean like 45 seconds. They put that 45 seconds. <laughs> they put that 45 seconds online. Then she ain't address the fact that uh, black men feel like 
they they the black man police. <laughs> like if there's like if there is a race uh demographic at the top and the black people are still subservient to the white people at the top, like the white man, like the y'all know the heart hierarchy of race, white man, white woman, black man, and the rest. <laughs> nah, it ain't even black man no more. That's what they think. But it still ain't, it, it ain't we, we with the rest. It's like a hierarchy of people of color, and we down there somewhere. But it's like white man, white woman, and then the hierarchy of people of color. I think Hager's at the top of that. <clears throat> if there is one at the top. And it's just like Oprah and Gail like America's black man keepers. <laughs> if I'm a black man's keeper, for the white man I am. <laughs> Ooh, that's hot. But that's what, cause like, yeah, I heard it's like the Russell Simmons thing, Michael Jackson. Like you, you, you know for being beside Harvey Weinstein, and I think y'all know how like oh, man. I wish y'all be thinking like I'm thinking, but y'all know how like in shows they be like uh, forcing people to think a certain way by like uh, making them watch shit or like uh, or like. Deceivingly put in like images in computer screens repeatedly to make you believe a certain thing or do a certain thing. It's like I feel like they do that with the Harvey Weinstein and Oprah pictures. And so now we at the point of like, oh, Harvey Weinstein, Oprah, are best friends. <laughs> and now Everybody thought you was cool with these people at the top uh, that are black, but you black man's keeper for the white man and white man over there uh, chilling. You ain't saying nothing, you ain't questioning them. Then they talk about other people that she associated that's white, that's men, and it's, you know, white men. They all up in. They got all type of different weird shit going on in their culture as far as, uh, yeah. But anyway, she ain't question none of that. And it's like, do you, is it, be, is it because it's like, well, Amanda Seals be like, like, well, shit, they not our responsibility because they not black. But then it's like, Okay, so you, so we doing that, but what are we really doing? Cause we really not owning no prisons, cause we against that. But we going to send the niggas to prison <laughs> when we don't like the shit niggas do. Mm, questions? What do you want? What do you want? All the conflicts. Let me let me play a Snoop Dogg apology.
Why y'all attacking us? We your people. You ain't coming after Harvey Weinstein asking them dumb ass questions. I get sick of y'all. I want to call you one. Is it okay if I call him one? They played the whole funky dog hit. How dare you try to taunt my mother? Let me punish him. I'm a non-violent person. When I said what I said, I spoke for the people who felt like Gail was very disrespectful towards Kobe Bryant and his family. Now, with that being said, what I look like wanting some harm to come to a 70-year-old woman. I was raised way better than that. I didn't want no harm to come to her and didn't threaten her. All I did was say, check it out. You out of pocket for what you're doing and we watching you. Have a little bit more respect for Vanessa, her babies, and Kobe Bryant's legacy. Nah, uh, he didn't say we're watching ya. See? Oh, they ain't played the apology. They just played the clip. Ah, oh, man. He apologized. But <clears throat> this is on white people station in Canada. They ain't even play that part because they don't, they don't even care about the culture like that. You feel me? They just be showing shit that they want to show. They entertained by they go on in our culture, and we play the games. It's so crazy when you're watching it like that. But first off, anybody that thought <laughs> they needed to ride with Snoop and start threatening Gail. <laughs> First off, fuck them people that actually, cause I know it's like, it feel like it's a reach for them to feel like they threatened by what Snoop Dogg or said, but it's like, you know, it's like people out there that took that like, oh, we, shit, we ride for Snoop. <laughs> when I see Gal, it's on site, you know? So fuck them people. Niggas. Also, second off, I hate that they took them people serious. Second off, third off, I hate that Snoop Dogg had to go again to defend his emotions and say, y'all know damn well I wasn't saying ride on Gail. I'm just trying to get my point across and I happen to say bitch and, it's, and then it's like everybody feel like black man can't call somebody a bitch that's a black woman period And that just befuddles me sometimes. So it's called, it's okay to call anybody a bitch, but a black woman. I feel you. (sighs) 
maybe it's like some type of, uh, I don't know, what, why did that word do so much things to people? It's kind of weird, you feel me? Because, like, that bitch and hoe is just thrown around so much as a loose term that you wouldn't think it would be effective on a level to where they gotta be like, y'all can't call us a bitch or a hoe, period. Even if they're... Even if we feel like you're doing something that's bitch made at this time, or feel like you partaking whole activities, regardless if you do or not, because it's a it's a deep dive I'm about to go on. Because I feel like I don't know if it's how like men talk to men or just people talk to people in general is like. You don't get it, give a fuck when you let it fly, but when it's coming to you, or when you feel like it's coming to you or directed it, and then it's like, he said one thing to one person, it's like, he felt it, and she felt it, and she felt it, and it's like, man. Speaking of that, I might as well play. So... After all this, this this goes on. The chaos ensues, and then boom, the cleanup happens. <clears throat> so now y'all know, y'all know, um, y'all know the cleanup. I know y'all know the cleanup. Jordan Woods is on the cleanup. Uh, who else is on the cleanup? People be going on the cleanup. Leo Remy was on the cleanup. Uh, Wale was on the cleanup. It wasn't that bad. I think he was being celebrated. I don't know. I ain't watched that one. Who else was on the cleanup? T.I. was on the cleanup. That was a big one. He was talking about his damn daughter. He had to clean up his own relationship with his daughter on the, the cleanup. If y'all uh, recognize what the cleanup is by now, it's the Red Table Talk. <laughs> it has become the cleanup show. Mop, mop. I mean, I appreciate the cleaning because it's really healing. Uh, so, yeah, Snoop Dogg went to the Red Table Talk. They invited... Gail to come to the Red Table Talk too. But Gail was like, well, I think her people declined. I think that's what they said. Y'all can go watch it. It's on Facebook. Y'all know the Red Table Talk. But, so, they started off the Red Table, you know, coming, vibe, chilling. It's just the clean. <laughs> It's hard to describe, bro. You gotta watch it. But, you gotta watch that part. But I'm about to play to where they about to go into the whole girl thing. So, matter of fact, I gotta turn the music. I think they got their own music. Hold on. Here I go. (laughs) 
Yes. It's hard. When this whole Gail thing came up, I do feel like there was a lot of anger. Right. Built up. Built up like black men were furious. I have not seen that as a collective mm. in a long First off, if you ain't seen this, it's so hilarious because Snoop Dogg got on apology attire. <laughs> I'm talking about like the go-to apology fit. The turtleneck, long sleeve turtleneck with the blazer suit. But he got the chucks on. I think he got the chucks on. I forgot. Because I forgot to watch that part. But I just had to say that. He got the apology fit on. He was ready to apologize and get a person. She didn't show up. It's crazy. That's all. Um, I see it all the time. Well, of course you I'm a black man. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> we just came from behind closed doors on yeah. that one. And, and it's, it's a collective feeling of you guys are targeting us. You guys are coming after us. And you guys are us. A lot of black men felt attacked. Right. You know. And betrayed. And that, and that we as black people on both sides. Yeah. You know, how the wounds that we have to deal with as a community, how I think we expect each other to have a bit more sensitivity. Say that. Yep. You know what I mean? So, especially for our superheroes. Yeah. yeah. When someone becomes a superhero, we don't have a lot of them. Mm -hmm. But when someone becomes a superhero, it's our job to protect that superhero. So that's why we have that in our heart. Why y'all attacking us? See, that go that thing again. Like, I don't know if Oprah and Gail feel like that. I don't know if... And then what do they mean by protecting? But I'm gonna just let it go. I'm gonna just let it go. <laughs> Right, okay. After we make it. Right. Do you think that some of that feeling of like, you're targeting us, like that feeling comes from almost like maybe a shared or like passed down PTSD, like psychologically and emotionally from our history in this True. country? Oh, yeah. You hit it right on the nail. You know what yeah. I mean? It's, it's automatically, we feel like we're targeted. Yeah. Right. We get caught up in our pain. Yeah. So we just want to like, we want to, we want Which is to communicate the most human the pain. Yeah. When did you realize that it, this was now a national debate? Right. It, it, it got bad fast. It went from me just venting to I'm mad and yeah, to uh-oh. Got the whole world in the uproar. And what's crazy is you may think it was more people against me. It was more people with me. Oh, we know. Oh, yeah, I saw, I saw that. That was the strange. I, I right. That was just, that. thanks, Snoop. You said what we've been wanting to say. Right. Mm -hmm. But you shouldn't have said, said it like, like that. that. Yeah. That part. Yeah. That you get that, it? Yeah, that was part. very clear. And I'm a man. Yeah. Yes. It don't bother yeah. me to, to check me. It wasn't what you said. Right. It was how you right. said it. But that, it just shows that I needed to be bigger. Right. right. Because I could have created a, a worse situation by saying, you know what? They with me, so I'm right. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. no. There's always some wrong in the right. Right. That's so true. Yeah. You just have to look for it. Yeah. And I went looking for it. Yeah. I went looking for it because I wanted to make sure that what I said was said the right way. And I wanted to make sure that the message was across that. We love Kobe 
and be respectful of Vanessa and those kids. Yes. That's what the whole intent was. Right. To protect that woman you do that and that the babies over by the way. because she's still grieving. Yeah. And let's give them that respect. Right. How did it make With the glasses. feel when you saw what was happening in regards to your words? When you saw how people reacted? It made me feel like I had too much power. Mm-hmm. And, wow. and, and at that particular time, I was abusing it. Mm. And that's just what I felt. Got it. And I had to get it right. Right. Mm. I want to talk about the turn that happened. Mm-hmm. That was, that was kind of deep. You know, it's going to be a lot of better kids because of the, hit, the cleanup show. Because the shows we was watching, whew, I mean, we grew from them, but damn. But yeah, <clears throat> that was big of him to say he had to get it right. I mean, he is like 50, so niggas don't even hit that point to about, well, I mean, it's about a new age, so maybe about 27, 28. <laughs> I'm just speaking for myself, really. But yeah. That made you decide to apologize in the way that you did? Because that's so powerful. It was like, I was like, yes. You know, I'm a great person as far as understanding when I'm wrong. Like, I like being an example of wrong and right. Because my whole career is based off of being wrong and right. So I get it and I understand and I love being that example. But this time was different because mama called. Mm. What did your mother say? What did your mama say to you? Well, my mother raised me in church, and she raised me to respect women. So it was just certain things that she said to me that took me back to being a little kid. And when your mama can make you feel like a kid, that's when you got to get right. Mm. Yeah. I didn't feel grown. I didn't feel like I was Snoop Dogg, the rapper. Right. I felt like Snoopy. Got it. I felt like, okay. Right. All right. And she didn't say I was wrong. She just was just giving me... You know I raised you. Giving you the truth. Yes, yes. You're a representation of us. Yes. Us. Every woman that ever crossed your life, you're a representation of that. Wow. So I got it. And and I didn't tell my team. I didn't go to my publicist and say, hey, guys, I'm planning on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I just did it. Right. Just did it. Then I hit them with it. So I would like to apologize to you publicly for the language that I used, calling you out of your name and just being disrespectful. And right. I was like, wow, we were thinking about putting together a tweet. You don't have to. Mm-hmm. A tweet ain't the heart. Sometimes the tweet get misread or misunderstood. Yeah. When I'm talking to you and you're looking into my eyes and you're hearing me, it's a real, yeah. it's a real respect of the apology is authentic, it's totally. sincere, and I'm really sorry. Yeah. Have you talked to Gail? No, but I've reached out through her friends, through her associates, and I even DM'd her, yeah. sending her a prayer, right. letting her know yeah. I apologize to her, just doing all of the things that I could do to just put my effort forward. Yeah. You know right. what I'm saying? Because I I was wrong. Right. I said I'd love to meet with you privately. Yeah. That, that was my last that was my last so that was my so last line. Just yeah. to make sure that it wasn't gonna be watered down or diluted where I could actually give her a hug, look in her eyes mm-hmm. and talk to her. Like we're talking. Yeah. yeah. This is a little bit different than you know what, I'm, I'm yeah, sorry, you, and I, 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 I didn't yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's much different, because just, just feeling the beauty of your spirit, Snoop. Right. You got a lovey-dovey spirit, yeah. you know. Blame and that's mama. not to take away any of his gangster. <laughs> you can't, you can't feel that from a text. Right. You can't feel that from a tweet. Right. Me yeah. apologizing was a big... 
difference because people didn't expect that. No, they right. thought I was going to hold huge. on to my gangster and be uh -huh. like, you know, I said right. what I said. Yeah. And people looking up to me and saying, well, I like what you did, Snoop. How can we better ourselves than correct our mistakes and not feel ashamed and not feel less of a man yeah. because I said I'm sorry? Yeah. And that's usually what it is. You just man up and deal with it. And right. I don't mind being checked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Because if I'm wrong, check me. Yeah. Right. Because I don't want to keep repeating my mistakes. Right. Yeah. Because I want to be a better person. I got kids, grandkids, you know, my mama and them and her friends and yeah. Auntie Nemkin. <laughs> I can call you again. All right, nephew. You had me wondering. You're not wonder. in the doghouse no <laughs> yeah, more. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you don't want to be in the church doghouse. Right. I love you saying, I, I don't mind being checked because that means you're always open to learning. Right. Yeah. And that's it. That's all I'm we can student. do. Yeah, I'm yes. a student. We're all a student I in this. I love studying. Yeah. When this thing happened with Gail, I got calls from Tyler Perry, Puff Daddy, Van Jones. Wow. Like powerful black men. And, and they didn't bash me. They just was, brother, we got your back. You know, if you need... But we think that you should have said it. Right. See how they got to that? Yeah. And just start off with that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big difference. Hey, look what you doing, bro. Right. What's happening then? I'm going right. to match your energy yeah, with your it's energy. That's so true. When you get at me with the, hey, brother, we just calling to let you know we support you and we love you. And, you know, you could have went about it a little bit differently. Right. You think so? Yeah. yeah. All right. What, what, what could I do? Mm -hmm. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you. Yeah. We got a real brotherhood going on behind the scenes. I love hearing that. For real. Many prominent women express their appreciation for your public apology to Gail King. And Dr. Ian Levenzan sent a message for to For real? You. Oh, wow. I'm scared of her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here with Will. I'm like, uh-oh. What I done did now? Deep bow to you, my sister woman, Jada. And I thank you for this opportunity and for this conversation that we're having. And to you, my beloved Snoop, I honor your courage, your integrity, and the demonstration of leadership that you are for apologizing for your behavior. I don't believe that the culture of disrespect is new, specifically African-American people. We have been programmed and conditioned mm -hmm. and educated in a society that expects us to accommodate, tolerate, and accept both public and personal disrespect. My challenge to Snoop and anyone else involved, particularly those of us who have a public forum, is to say and do only those things that will facilitate healing. And I believe that's what the apology did. Ah, uh, okay. Just the doctor. Uh, I, had to, I had to let Elania talk because she just be blessing the games. He really been speaking a lot of gems in that piece, though, but <clears throat> I wanted to turn it off earlier, but he just couldn't speak. You're speaking the game, speaking the game. Yeah, y'all heard the apology. Thank God they had the apology. Sheesh. Y'all was gonna fuck up production. <laughs> Ooh, shout out to the cleanup. But yeah, it's all about healing. Conflict is not... I mean, I guess it's resolved. The adults appreciate that. Everybody else be like, oh, man, we don't want to see that. But it's like, it's man like 50-something, 60-something. Like, if he don't do that, he like stink meaner. 
He like, uh, like, come on, bro. You out here. That's what we doing? Yeah, but yeah. That sentiment basically been echoed a lot. The adults just feel like, come on, bro. You, I get, I mean, I feel like it'd be woke for you to say that and you was like 22 and a gangster rapper. <laughs> but you was just like paying attention to the culture and noticing the difference and you doing this in it. But it's like, you 50 years old, bro. <laughs> The fact that you even had to ask yourself, can I say it? And it's like, at first I was like, who are you asking? If it was his wife, who are we asking? She was like, yeah. Then I might, then I might have like had some type of excuse. But then they'd be like, well, damn, how your wife? Yeah, I ain't going down there. I ain't going down there. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> many questions, too many questions. Yeah, man. I just had to talk. I've been wanting to talk about this for a minute. But so much stuff was unpacking. I hope I hope they do a public sit down with Gail and uh, Snoop Dogg somewhere. That would be lit. Because I just love the conflict resolution, bro. I just love the conflict resolution, man. Like, I'll be watching, like, reality TV. I'm like, all right, when y'all gonna get to, like, liking each other again? Because that's basically the plan. Like, get some drama and then try to amend that shit. But then you got the ratchet people that go on there and don't do that shit. So, I mean, not necessarily call them ratchet, but that's ratchet. <laughs> But yeah, anyway, man. How everybody out there doing? Hope y'all are having a good... Oh, Black History Month just passed. I hope y'all had a good Black History Month. I've been hustling, trying to get right. No, I don't do this often, but... I mean, I I know I don't do this, like, weekly or nothing, but it's like... I just want to talk about what I like to talk about. Not everything. I ain't trying to compete with everybody on the news type shit. I just want to talk about that real, you know? You feel me? You feel me? I done got used to this intermittent fasting thing because I basically don't uh, fast in past in my past. I don't even feel bad. It, it make you hungry or want to finish stuff before you eat. Cause you know, sometimes when you eat, you just feel like going to sleep. So it's a different thing. Man. That's been working out. You know, everything been good with me. I appreciate y'all listening, man. Uh, what 
what else been going? Like history Month past. I ain't really watch a lot of black movies. Like, I ain't watch a lot of movies. I don't know, man. I just been on the grind. I ain't been concerned with a lot of stuff. And that's been going down, so sports ain't really yet. My fantasy. I'm struggling. Everything else, man, that I've been actually working on been good. Uh, the Unifer Coal site is being constructed. It's basically done. I just gotta uh, pay for the domain to get, I mean, pay for the premium account since I don't finish the site. But, <sighs> that's coming soon. It's. I still got the uh, domain universecode.design. So it's gonna be a one-stop universe code shop. You're gonna see the po- the podcast gonna be on there. You can listen to it on there. Uh, when I start getting merch, that's gonna be on there. So y'all can notice that's blank for now. Uh, the design stuff. Y'all been hearing the design commercial. Uh, yeah, that's gonna be on there, so y'all can know the process, how it go. I don't have to be sending like long paragraphs of text messages no more, trying to explain or trying to get meetings with people that I ain't really concerned about trying to meet with you. The graphic design process is a lot, but. What I like to do at the end of the day, so it's gonna get done. So, yeah, by the way, I'm still taking everything designs, printouts, logos, cover art, album art, websites now. Uh, just wait. About to be all, all everything, you know. It's coming. It's gonna start a little shaky, but it's coming. coming. Just best believe, man. But yeah, I appreciate everybody listening. Still, please share if y'all like it. If y'all still listening, Um, again, R.I.P. to Kobe, the greatest. Generation, you know, it's generation the greats when they come to Cole. He filled in that gap between Jordan and LeBron, and that was that, man. What else? What else? What else? Yeah, follow follow me at Universe Cole. I know I don't tweet on there yet, but just follow me for now. Once I start, y'all gonna see everything. But I'm just building, man. I'm just building, so be patient with me. It's only one me right now. And that's fine. That's fine. If y'all listening, y'all y'all helping me become we. You feel me?
tell you, man. Universal, all platforms, Facebook, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, YouTube, uh, the Logic Podcast on all platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, Deezer, all that. Um, yeah, man, please share. I need to get some ads. So, I ain't got to beg people for money. But I guess that comes with consistency, but whatever. <laughs> Freestyle, but I don't got nothing right now. But this beat, though, I'm gonna just let y'all ride out. We out.